Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it's time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. Now, you may be listening this Sunday morning. You may be listening later on in the week. But whenever and wherever you are hearing this message from the Word of God, I pray it will be a very special blessing to you today, that you will be inspired, and more importantly, you will be instructed. And if you receive instruction, It's going to inspire you, believe me. We have a subject today that's really important because it's coming from the Word of God, number one. And if it's coming from the Word of God, then it's coming from the heart of God. For the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, the Scripture declares to us today. So God's heart is revealed every time we open up the Word of God and we receive it. Praise God. So I want to see what's in God's heart toward us today. I want the message that He wants to be brought. Now, there are many messages in the Word of God, and all of it is from the heart of God. But I believe there is a specific message for a specific time and place. Amen. And I believe this is the time, this is the place, and we are the people that God wants to speak to today. Right here in the 21st century, you and I need to hear this message. If you're a Christian, there is a danger today of the fire, the zeal, the enthusiasm, the heart for God to go out. That's why we're going to be talking today about how to stay on fire for God. Amen. Friend of mine, this is an important message, and we're going to bring it as a, as a text today from Romans 12, 11 and 12. And this is the only acceptable way to serve the Lord. Listen to verse 11. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, we're talking about God's business here. You know, Jesus talked about uh, uh, being about His Father's business. And every, every child of God, not just a preacher or some spiritual leader, but every child of God should be about our Father's business. And I'm going to tell you right now, God is in the soul-saving business. And if we become a witness for Jesus in any capacity at all, then we are about our Father's business. Jesus talked about it this way. Amen. He said, He said, in the volume of the book it is written, I came to do thy will, O God. He went on to say in another portion of Scripture that I came to seek and to save that which was lost. And then the scripture goes on to say how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Glory be to God. Listen, friend, when the church gets back to the business that God says we're supposed to be in, and we do it with all of our heart. We're to serve Him just like we're to love Him with all our mind, our body, our soul, and our strength, not slothful in business. 
I'm not talking about, amen, the insurance business. I'm not talking about the auto industry. I'm not talking about uh, the grocery business. I'm not talking about the clothing business. I'm talking about God's business here. God has business to, to, to accomplish in this world, and we should be busy about His business. Glory to God. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Fervent in spirit here could be translated with respect to the Holy Spirit, boiling. That's why the Bible said, to Timothy, Paul wrote to Timothy and he said, he said, stir up the gift that's in you by the laying on of hands. Because God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Listen, friend, the scripture said once again in the book of Revelation to the church of Laodicea, I would that you were hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. Listen, that word hot Concerning metal, it meant to glow. Amen. Concerning water, it meant to come to a boil. Amen. The Greek word for hot, water to boil and metal to glow. And there's a way to serve the Lord with fervent spirit and to do His business wholeheartedly. Praise God. And the answer is given in verse 12. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. I believe this is how we stir up the gift that is in us. Because that word stir up is one word in the Greek, and it is it means to fan into flame a fire that threatens to go out because of neglect. If we neglect these three things that I'm about to read in verse 12, then we will never rekindle that flame. We will never see those embers, those glowing embers, become a flame of fire once again. Listen, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. I like Young's literal translation of this scripture, in hope rejoicing, in the tribulation enduring, and in prayer persevering. Let's talk about rejoicing in hope, and let's stir up the, the gift and let's fan into flame this fire. Jesus didn't just baptize with the Holy Ghost so we could say a few words in tongues and join the, the, the elite and super spiritual. He baptized in the Holy Ghost and with fire. Praise God. Jeremiah 17 verse 5 through 8. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he'll be like the heath in the desert. Now that's a, a, a small shrub, fruitless and useless. You know, Jesus taught if the salt loses its savor, it's good for nothing. To be, to be cast out on the dunghill. Amen. Listen. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land not inhabited. Amen. Now listen, 
to the, to the contrast of this. The blessing of trusting the God of hope. Listen in verse 7 and 8. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when the heat cometh. But her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. One is fruitless and useless. The other is fruitful and useful. Glory be to God. Listen to Romans 15.4 in the New Covenant. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we through patience and comfort of the Scripture might have hope. We can get back in the Word of God, dear friend, to renew our faith and reclaim our hope. Listen to Psalm 1 in the Old Covenant, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. And he shall be, here it is, like a tree planted by the rivers of water bringing forth his fruit in season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Glory to God. Listen, we can, we can conduct God's business with a fervent spirit. We can be on fire for God, even if we're under fire from the enemy. In fact, to be on fire for God uh, will bring, will put you under fire from the enemy because he fights what he fears. But there is a shield of faith that will quench every fiery dart of the wicked one in the name of Jesus. I like what my associate minister, Brother Taylor, has said so many times. Amen. He said, I'm fired up, prayed up, and ready to go up. Hallelujah. Listen, friend of mine, I want to be fired up and prayed up and ready to go up. Listen to Joshua 1 and verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein, here it is again, day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. We need to get in the Word of God and, and receive the hope that the Scriptures are going to give us. Begin to obey it and put it into practice. Praise God. And number two is to be patient in tribulation or in tribulation enduring. Patience here is not a passive putting up with things, but rather an active, steadfast endurance. Listen to Second Long Second Thessalonians one, three through five. It says we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly, and the charity, divine love here of every one of you toward each other aboundeth, so that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations which you endure. 
Praise God, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God, that ye may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. Praise God. The Amplified of verse 4 says, Therefore we speak of you with pride for your steadfastness, your unflinching endurance, faith, and patience in the midst of persecution and in, and in crushing distress, which you endure. Praise God. In the, in the hope rejoicing and in the tribulation enduring. Praise God. The Bible said we are to endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Friend of mine, the devil wants to put the fire out. God wants us to stir the fire up. Praise God. And it can be stirred up today. For the God of hope will fill us with hope in believing. And hope is the glad anticipation of future good. We don't wait until it manifest. We don't wait until it occurs. We begin to rejoice in hope because we believe that it's going to happen. Praise God. Listen, there's a there's a, a, a great truth in the fact that you can endure uh, many, many days without food and survive. You can endure up to three days without water, without dying and becoming dehydrated. But you can't endure three minutes when all hope is gone. And that's why every day we read of people giving up on life, people ending their life, people committing suicide, some instantly by gun or by hanging or by overdosing, and some slowly but surely drinking themselves to death or drugging themselves to death with addictions. But friend of mine, I want you to know there's hope for you today. There's hope for me today. Christians can lose their zeal and their enthusiasm in the work of the Lord and and that energy that comes as the Holy Spirit has free flow in our life. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, if he has his way, (laughs) there's going to be a fire uh, that is burning down on the inside of you and me and we're going to be fervent in spirit in the way that we serve the Lord. Praise God. This endurance under under the gun, under tribulation and persecution. This is not a spiritual wind sprint that we're running. This is all about endurance. Someone has said the race is not always to the swift, but to he that keeps on running. Listen to Hebrews 12, 1 through 3. Wherefore, seeing... We also are compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience, perseverance. Persistence is the actual Greek word for patience here. It's not taking a number and sitting in the corner and waiting on the number to be called. This is persevering. This is continuing to go forward when when the 
contrary winds are blowing against us. Praise God. This is going against the grain. This is overruling and overriding the, the lethargy and the laziness of our flesh. Praise God. This is going against, this is living counterculture. Praise God. Hallelujah. Run with persistence, with perseverance, the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your own mind. That's, that's, that is, that is not taking a number and sitting in the corner waiting to be called. That is moving forward against the wind. As the Apostle Paul put it so eloquently and so truthfully, forgetting the things that are behind and reaching forth, there's hope, always reaching forth to the things that are before. Hallelujah. I press toward the mark. That means to strain forward. That's what we're talking about here. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Jesus Christ. Praise God. So we need to rejoice in hope. We need to be, we need to, to be in the tribulation. Not the great tribulation, but in the tribulation that comes by living in a faulty body, in a fallen world with an enemy that always comes against us. Amen. This kind of tribulation in this world, this world, this fallen world, Jesus said, you shall have tribulation. Be of good cheer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, come on, somebody out there needs to cheer up today. I, I have a real problem with long faces, even my own. If I ever see mirrored in the Word of God, amen, anything less than the joy of the Lord, anything less than the fire of the Holy Spirit, if I see myself mirrored as someone who is drooping with my head down and my hands down and my legs weak and not running the race with perseverance, I want to be stirred up. I want to be fired up, prayed up, and ready to go up. And before I go up, I want to be ready to go out and share the testimony of Jesus in to everyone who will listen. Praise God. Amen. Listen, we need to continue then instant in prayer. One paraphrase says, don't quit in the hard times. Pray all the harder. Hallelujah. Don't quit in the hard times. Pray all the harder. Another says to persevere in prayer. First Thessalonians 5.17 says it in a sentence. Pray without ceasing. Always keep on praying. Amen. The devil wants us to back off because he knows if we don't give up, if we don't give in, if we don't back up, God is going to answer our 
prayers. And we are going to see a mighty move of God. And we're going to see many souls swept in to the kingdom of God. If I lose that fire, if I lose that hope, if I let the battles and trials and tests and persecutions that come to all of us get me down, then I'm not going to be that that light and that salt and that witness that God has anointed me and appointed me to be. Not because I am a preacher and an evangelist, but because I am a Christian that has the Holy Spirit indwelling me. Praise God. Listen to Luke 18 and 1. Speaking of Jesus, And he spoke a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. That that's what pray without ceasing means. It's praying. It's praying when we feel like giving up. It's praying when we feel like giving in. When even when we are becoming faint hearted, we pray because we rejoice in hope. Amen. And we persevere in tribulation and we pray anyway. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Someone says Satan trembles when he sees the weakest Christian on their knees. He trembles for two reasons. Because that Christian on their knees is not going to faint. God is going to to give them what they need to rise up. (laughs) And not to just rise up uh, and stand up, but rise up and get up and go out and do the work of God with zeal and with enthusiasm because the fire of God is going to be rekindled if we keep seeking God. Hallelujah. There's going to be a mighty move of God to us and through us. Hallelujah. Listen, this parable of the unjust judge is is the parable Jesus is talking about. He didn't have regard for God or man, but he granted justice to the widow that because of her continual coming to court to seek justice. She kept coming and coming and coming. And one day he just got weary of her perseverance, of her continual coming. Amen. And he granted her the petition. Friend of mine, That's an unjust judge that didn't care about people. Can you imagine if we just keep on coming to a God who loved us enough to give us his son? Just think what's going to happen if we pray without ceasing. If we continue to pray to the Heavenly Father who loves us so much. Think what's going to happen. Every revival that is ever occurred began when God's people began to pray without ceasing. Not just praying for revival, but while we are praying to search our own hearts, confess our sins. You know, the Bible said that that we know that God heareth not sinners. Hallelujah. But if a man be a worshiper of God, (laughs) amen, and obey him, him he heareth. Glory be to God. Listen, God is listening for our prayers to come before Him today. God is ready to move. 
but he has he has decided in his sovereign will god has decided to work in conjunction with us he's decided to work in in tandem with us praise god and he says i want you to pray if i want so oh i like what one old time preacher said he said he said when god wants to do something big he sets his people a praying when god wants to do why should why should i have to pray it amen you know the scripture said god will do nothing unless he first reveal it unto his prophets god is working with man he has chose to work with us and that's why jesus said behold i give you power and authority this is delegated authority over all the power of the devil praise god i behold look i'm giving you power i'm giving you authority praise god if you say to this mountain be thou removed listen god wants us to get back on fire, to move back in praying in authority once again, to calling upon God in faith that we might see a mighty move of the Holy Spirit. Nothing short of that is going to begin to impact our culture and our world. I am convinced that God is ready, willing, and able Praise God to move, and He is on the move, and the Holy Spirit is flowing like a river. And you know where the the river originates? Jesus said, here's where the revival is, and here's how it's going to get out into the world, out of your belly, your innermost being, child of God. Hallelujah. Not just the preacher, the evangelist, the prophet. Listen, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water springing up unto everlasting life. Hallelujah. Oh, dear friend, this is not a day to let the fire go out. This is not a day to let the devil or the world put it out. This is a day to stir up, to fan into flame that fire that threatens to go out because we neglect the Word of God, where the hope comes from that causes us to rejoice in that hope. And we are not prepared, therefore, to be patient in tribulation. We give up too quick. We turn back too quick. We give in to discouragement and despair too quick. Oh, dear friend of mine, this is a day when we need to take a real personal inventory of where we are in God and what He, what He wants to do in us. You know, the scripture said, it's God that worketh in you. This is not a light thing to have the creator of the universe at work in our life. It's God that worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He reveals his will to us 
so that we can surrender to it and cooperate with it. That releases his power to accomplish it in our life. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the God of heaven and earth is at work in us, (laughs) there ought to be something more than singing that same old song in the same old tempo with the same old attitude on Sunday morning and call it worship and call it church. Friend of mine, when the fire of God is in us, it's going to be different. There's going to be a move of God through us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we're not going to give up. We're going to pray. And the God who hears is going to answer according to his will. Hallelujah. Don't faint today. Don't give in. Don't give up. This hope is real that we have in Jesus. Listen, in the Psalms, David said, I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Now, believing to see what there's no evidence of is because we have developed in hope the glad anticipation of future good Glory be to God. I believe. You see, the, the, the heath in the desert can't see when the good comes because he trusts in man and man's systems. Only what man can do. Uh, only what man can accomplish. Only what human methodology can accomplish. Human programs. But friend of mine, when God moves, it is not because of human effort. It is supernatural. And it supersedes all of the pushback and all all of oh, where sin doth abound, his grace does much more abound. Hyper is the Greek word. It hyperabounds. Hallelujah. I like that old song that says, My sins, they are many, but his mercy is more. Hallelujah. My sins were many, but his mercy was more. And my sins have been forgiven. And now I am a child of God. We used to sing an old song about about keeping the fire burning. And, and it was keep on the firing line. If you're in the battle for the Lord and right, keep on the firing line. If we win, my brother, surely we must fight Keep on the firing line. When we see the souls that we have helped to win, leading them to Jesus from the paths of sin, with a shout of welcome, (laughs) we will all march in. So keep on the firing line. Listen, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, fervent in spirit. Amen. Serving the Lord. Always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For you know, and I know, and it needs to be reiterated to us, and that's what God is saying today. Hallelujah, our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Sometimes the night is darkest just before the morning. Remember the story, and I'm speaking to myself, and I'm speaking to others today. So you may be in gospel ministry today, and you haven't seen a soul saved in months, maybe years. I'm going to tell you, continue instant in prayer. Rejoice in hope, 
and be patient, persevere under your pressure and your test and your temptation to be discouraged. Hallelujah. Because if we are steadfast, unmovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord, amen, our labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. Our labor is not in vain. Breakthroughs have come at the darkest of times when people had every reason circumstantially to be discouraged and suddenly there was a mighty victory. Walk around Jericho around and around and around and around and then shout by faith. Hallelujah. And the walls fall down flat. Glory be to God. In an instant, supernaturally, walls that seemed impregnable and, 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 and the people behind the walls taunting them and chiding them. Amen. And suddenly those walls fell down. Listen, and there are walls in our life against God's business and God's work in the world. But I believe if we will persevere, hallelujah, if we will in the hope be rejoicing in the tribulation, enduring and in the prayer, persevering, the walls are going to fall today. Praise God. Romans 8.32 says, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? If an unjust judge gave justice to a woman because she kept coming, her continual coming, what do you think is going to happen to a God who loved us enough to give his son when we come to him, when we come to our heavenly Father and we bring our petition and our prayer before the Lord. I believe, amen, that there is going to be a rekindling of the fire. Not just the fire of the first love, but the fire that the first love creates within us when it's rekindled. And that is the fervent in spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Serving the Lord. Fervent. In spirit, serving the Lord. Glory be to God. Amen. There is a blessing in trusting this God. We won't be slothful in business. We will serve the Lord with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We'll serve Him just like we love Him today. I love the Lord today. I don't know how many months, days, years, minutes, seconds I have left. I know one thing. I have spent my life serving God. But I want to serve Him with more enthusiasm than when I served Him most enthusiastically. Do you, see, do you hear what I'm saying? I want to serve Him in these last days in with my last of my strength. I want to serve Him with more of my life. Praise God. Amen. And I want people to see and sense His presence in and through me. How about you today? You believe it's time to get fired up, prayed up, and not just ready to go up, but ready to go out into this fallen world 
and be an effective witness for Christ and to pray and keep on praying and never give up until He come and reign righteousness on us. Praise God. And then through us, begin to touch hearts and lives as strongholds over men and women, boy and girls' minds begin to be broken down supernaturally by the power of God and by the person of the Holy Spirit, by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, our risen Savior today. Friend, this is no time to look back This is no time to go back. This is a time to seek the Lord. This is the time to rise up. This is the time to put aside the sin and every weight. Some things are not sin, but they're in the way. You can't find the Bible saying it's a sin, but it's an encumbrance. And we're to lay aside not only the sin that we know of, but we're to lay aside that that is in the way of us being on fire for God. We need to have a personal self-inventory, an introspect, not self-condemning, self-deprecating, but an honesty. There are things in the way. It might be a sports That's not a sin to get involved in sports unless it's in the way of seeking God. If it's taking the place of time in the Word of God. There's nothing wrong with with the television series unless we're so caught up in it that our prayer time is being encumbered by it. You understand what I'm saying today? We need to rearrange and reprioritize so that that fire can once again burn bright within us that we might see and experience a revival today in our generation just before Jesus comes. And if you don't know Christ as your Savior, today... You might have seen a lot of dead religious systems, but I want you to know there is a risen Savior who died on the cross for you. Don't run from Him. Run to Him. Confess your sin and be saved. Hallelujah. And then be set on fire by the Holy Spirit for God.